0: The last word with Matt Cooper. Today, FM. If you're getting your Leaving Cert results tomorrow, or if you're the parent of somebody getting Leaving Cert results, I hope you get what you want and what you deserve out of it. And that it won't be too much of a disappointment if you don't get the marks that you felt that you needed to do what you think you wanted to do. But then again, so many times it happens that People get the results they wanted, get the points they wanted, get the course they wanted and then discover that that course was not actually for them. We have two guests with us. Brian O'Malley is President for Academic Affairs of the Union, Students of Ireland. But we're going to start with Brian Mooney, the Irish Times education columnist and guidance counsellor. Because what do you make of this comment made by the Deputy President and registrar of the University of Galway, Paula O'Doxtra, who said that artificially high grades have had unintended consequences and that some who may not be at the standard required are going to university as a result?
1: Paul is absolutely correct in the sense that students who have got the grades which have been awarded since COVID may be under the impression as a result of those grades that they would be a suitable student applicant for a particular course that they mightn't have considered if they didn't get the grades they were getting. Um, And effectively, if we've had a higher dropout age as a result of that, it's not in the interest of the student who should be pursuing what's right for them and it's not in the interest of the system that's obviously bringing students in and then having to tell them that they're not really in the appropriate place by obviously not passing them in the exams that they're actually undertaking in college.
0: And are we seeing quite a number of students dropping out in third year or third level or failing to pass their exams because they have gone in perhaps out of their depth?
1: Uh, we've seen a marginal increase in, in, in failure rates in the last 12 months, which obviously would be consequential for people who would have come in in 21, and possibly people who came in in 22 um, with those higher grades that were awarded through calculated assessed grades and obviously the inflated grades that took place last year. And you know we will obviously see what will come tomorrow morning, um, but obviously grades would still be far higher than they were in 2019.
0: So, have they been marked... Too easily.
1: Well, it's not a question of the marking, uh, Matt. It's a question that last year there was an adjustment process when they were originally marked, and they were brought up by five point six percent to actually make them in line with what had been the calculated grades of twenty twenty one. And my understanding is that there there is there was an an adjustment process which took place in the last few weeks, and the grades have been brought up. The only question for tomorrow morning is: Have they been brought up to the same level as last year, or has? been dropped back a little bit and the problem of dropping them back is the minute you start doing it, there's about 12,000 students from last year and the year before still waiting this year, having applied this year for places and if we start dropping back the current year leaving certs we're going to give more places to previous years over this year's, and that's bringing a level of unfairness.
0: A text from Paul who says, ah come on Matt, on Tuesday we had the leaving search is cruel and impacting student choices at third level. Today let's mark the Leaving Cert harder to prevent students doing certain courses. How about breaking the link between the Leaving Cert and admission to third level? Interesting point, Paul, but how else do you do it? Let's bring in our other guest, uh, Brian O'Mahony, President for Academic Affairs at the Union of Students of Ireland. What do you make of the contention from Professor Paul O'Docter at University of Galway, supported there by Brian Mooney?
2: I I, I think, quite frankly, that it's a bit of a a rash move to kind of blame that as the reason for dropouts. Um, I think when you kind of look at the kind of college environment at the moment, when you have colleges that are increasing the space on college places more and more and more, and little to no support added, as in the likes of accommodation, is a huge issue. If you can't get accommodation or you're trying to rush accommodation, and you can't get to college, you're obviously not going to be in the course, you're not going to be taking part in the classes, and then you're going to have a worse grade as a fact of that. Like, I've heard of students that, you know, they get a train to college, and they'll only arrive in at 9.40, when their first class is 9 a.m. If you've missed your first class of the day, you're losing out on learning hours. And, you know, if if you don't have that environment where students are in a place where they can learn, how are they meant to get good grades and continue on like that? Um, I think I would be more in line with ISSU, who made a statement today on Twitter, blaming that saying that in reality the cost of, and lack of student accommodation, the cost of education, and long commutes are the more major factors to do with dropout rather than. The, how the Leaving Cert is graded.
0: Okay, but David, of course, says we need more inventive thinking around student admissions to third level. Interviews, written statements could be used to ensure students are genuinely interested in the course chosen. What do you think of that as an idea, Brian O'Mahony?
2: I, I, I think in that case, as stated before, people are getting the courses, their dream courses is what they want, yet they're still dropping out so if you're doing interviews and stuff like that, you're still going to have that passion at the original admission to get in. But life things happen. You may have a family member that gets sick. You may no longer be getting sued. Susie may not be supporting you as much as you thought, so you have to get a part-time or full-time job. And then you are losing out on time to get to college, to be in college, or you have real-life things that happen causing you to drop out. So I don't think that would actually have a difference in the long scheme of things. It may have an original impact at initial entry, but life, life is a real factor in these things.
0: What do you think, Brian Mooney, of that as an idea? Would it be too much of an administrative burden to actually to try and implement, to have some form of interviews as well as exam results as well, a determinant as to what course you did in third level?
1: Matt, I'm of an age when the matriculation examination was still offered by universities, and universities had a parallel admission process which they abandoned in 1976 when the obviously CAO process came in, um, and I do agree that accommodation is a massive issue and that to be actually actually be able to have the student experiences that one normally would hope to have to be able to really get the full advantage of college life, I wouldn't disagree with that, but effectively I think that having an interview process or having an assessment process to try and ensure that students are fully aware of what they're walking into. I see many students, Matt, who will come and ask me, you know, I've dropped out of college, and when you ask them why they picked the original course, well, my friends were going there, or I would only ever consider UCD, or I would ever only ever consider whatever. Sometimes students make choices which are based on not really the most appropriate reasons why you should pick a course. And when they get into the course and they find the reality of self-managing yourself when teachers are no longer pushing you to be a really tough ask when actually they haven't checked out properly, Properly, the content of the course, where the course is leading to, the kind of subjects taught. So students need to do their research properly and they need to be able to choose courses based on their own individual needs and not what's popular or where my mates are going or what's the cool course this year. You know, all of those factors, including accommodation. But there is a factor that if we inflate grades, we are giving students a perception that their abilities may be somewhat higher than they actually are.
0: Brian O'Hanley, we'll be hearing after six o'clock from Ian Guider about the record high number of employment figures in this country are present, how there is a shortage of workers across loads of jobs. Do you think is it possible that lots of those coming out of the leaving cert will say, why do I need to bother with a third level education when I can go straight to work and actually earn good money?
2: I mean, that's always something that was considered, um, even when I was doing my leaving cert. It's the thing of whether it was worse paying all this money, extortion of fees and all the hidden costs of college or should I go out and get a job Um, but the the current environment that we're in with is if you want a, rather than a job you want a career, the kind of backing there is that you need some sort of college degree and the the scale for what kind of college degree is increasing, increasing, like would have been uh, what was a PLC or is it going to be an undergrad degree or is it a master's Um, I think that's, like, a big thing that needs to be taken into account kind of there.
0: A listener says, My son is currently going into his final year in a teaching degree, started with 108 students, now down to 38. 70 have gone, all dropped out or just gave up. These were an accredited grade class, serious issue, especially due to the shortage of teachers. Okay, just to finish, slightly tangential, Brian Mooney of the Irish Times... In the Leaving Cert this year, there was uproar about how hard the first paper in Leaving Cert Honours Maths was. Um, Do you think had those figures been adjusted to try and make it easier for those who struggled or cannot be done because it wouldn't necessarily be fair to those who were able to handle that paper?
1: Well, obviously, um, we can't talk about the actual results until after 6am tomorrow morning, but I would say that I would suspect that if we look at the grades closely tomorrow and we look at those who are getting grades from say higher one to higher three in that upper echelons of the higher paper that we might find that there were less people there than there were in 2022. But obviously we, kind of, we couldn't talk about specifics in that until the morning. And I would suspect that obviously many students found that so difficult. And if certain students walked away and effectively abandoned it or became so distressed that they didn't complete it, then we might see some reflection of that in tomorrow morning's results.
0: Thank you very much Brian Mooney Irish Times Education columnist and guidance counsellor and Brian O'Mahony from the Union of Students of Ireland The Last Word with Matt Cooper Weekdays from 4.30